I'm honored uh, and happy to be finishing up the last, uh, the last talk, I guess, last message. There it is. There's where I was looking. The last message on the "If You Know, You Know" series. Um, by the way, has anyone figured out what? You already went over it. Okay, that's cool. I don't care. Yeah. So if you look in the top, it says one seventeen ninety one. That's actually Heather's birthday. It was just a fun thing, you know. If you know, if you know, yeah. Happy birthday, Heather, wherever you are. Happy birthday. It's always her birthday. But, okay, first off, I'm only 22. So there's that. But anyways, so we guys, we guys, all of us, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. Um, who had a, a great Thanksgiving? Go to fun Thanksgiving. Wow, none of you? Because I really can't see hands because of the light, so I'm going to need some noise. There we go. There's a little bit. There's a little bit. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving is actually probably my favorite holiday. I don't really know why. It always just has been. So it's a time where, like, my whole family would get together. So what, ha- what used to happen is my whole family would go up to Pennsylvania, and we would go stay at my grandma's house, and so all my dad's uh, brothers and sisters and their kids, we'd all get together in one house. Um, we'd all, like, sleep in the living room floor. All the kids, not the adults. The adults would get rooms. But all the kids would, like, sleep on the living room floor. And it was just a lot of fun. Um, so it was just a time that I got to see them because they live in Pennsylvania. So I really only got to see them once, maybe twice a year. So I loved it. I think that's where my love for Thanksgiving started. But um, I remember because they never saw me, I would always get a whole bunch of questions, right? There's all, all the catch-up questions like, hi, how are you? Are you dating anyone? Like, like how, how's school going? You getting A's, B's? Are you an F student? And I'd always be like, I'm an F student. No, right, but I always get these questions. And then I always knew the last question. It was always, hey, what are you going to do in life? How many of you have gotten that question before? Yeah, look at all those. Okay, I can see some hands. So yeah, a bunch of you have gotten that question before. And if you're anything, I always hated that question. I hated hearing that question because I'd be like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what I like. And some of you are like that today. So you don't know what you want to do. You don't know what you like to do. Um, and you're, you're stuck trying to figure out what you're going to do. So I remember my senior year of high school, I had an advisor, uh, uh, advisor my advisor for high school, um, who helped me make my schedule. Every year, he, he sat me down. And he's like, Ben, what are you going to do in life? And I was like, I don't know. I know it's my senior year, and I should probably have a plan, but I don't know. And he was like, all right, so, uh, you know, I know you pretty well. Like, he was kind of a family friend. And he said, hey, have you ever thought about teaching? I said, no, Mr. Doyle, I haven't thought about teaching. Why would I want to do that? First off, you don't really make any money. That doesn't sound cool. Like, why would I do teaching? Like, first off, I had a lisp and a stutter when I was a kid. Like, I don't want to do that. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of planning. It's a lot of work I got to do with a lot of kids I got to deal with. Like, I don't want to do that. And so he, he was like, no, 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 I challenge you to do that. So I was like, whatever. So he, made, he helped me make my schedule. And he's like, hey, you have two study halls. I was like, sweet get to go home early, like, I'm fine with that. And he's like, no, 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 what we're going to do is we're actually going to make one of them, you're going to be uh, a teacher's aide. I said, okay, cool, like, I've already been a teacher's aide for the PE teacher, like, that's chill, I really just go out and get him food, and he buys me food because I'm getting him food. So, like, oh, that's cool, like, I can do that. And he's like, no, 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 no. we're going to do this to the elementary school. I was like, what? I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, uh, oh, what grade? He goes, fifth grade. Okay, that's better-ish. Like, okay, it's getting a little better. And he goes, um, yeah, and the teacher you're going to be doing, you're going to be helping out with, her name is Mrs. Boyd. And I go, oh, crap. That's the same teacher that my brother has. 
So if you know my brother, my brother is Jonathan Hilton. He's now, what is he, now freshman. Yeah, so a lot of you know him. So he was in fifth grade, and Miss, my, my advisor was like, you're going to go be a student teacher in his class. I was like, that's cool. He's not going to like that. But anyway, so I'm doing it. I'm actually, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, Miss Boyd comes up to me one day. She's like, hey, Ben. I was like, yes, Miss Boyd. She's like, can you do me a favor? And I was like, sure. Like, what's up? She goes, I need you to teach next time you're here. I said, hold up. I was like, what? But in my head, I'm just like, uh, like, I'm terrified. I'm shaking inside. And she goes, she goes, and so I just out loud, I go, okay, fine. Like, I can do that. Anyways, so I'm terrified. She knows I'm terrified, but she's still pushing me to do it. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm trying to prepare. I'm like, how am I going to teach these students? Like, I, like I'm, I suck at school. How am I going to teach them school? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And then she sat me down one time. She said, come after school. And I said, all right. So I came out to school one time. She handed me all these paperwork, all these handouts, all these different things, these, these books. She said, hey, you're going to teach on this stuff. I said, oh, okay. That makes it easier, right? Because she had given me stuff to do. She had given me the stuff to set me up for success. She said, here, this is what you're going to use. This is what's going to help you. Now go do it. I've given you the stuff that you need. Now go do it. And so that's what we get to talk about tonight, is we get to talk about that. So if you have, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Matthew 25. Wow, none of you brought your Bibles. Okay, we got one, two, your leader, three. Anyways, yes, I know you have it on your phone, but I challenge you guys to actually bring the physical copy of, of the Bible. It may seem silly, it's like, Ben, I got it on my phone, it's fine, but no, like, actually bring the physical copy and see how much more you can retain, how much, how much more you learn when you have the physical Bible. All right? So if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew 25, and we're going through another parable. This is the parable of the talents. So, Matthew 25, verse 14. It says, again, it'll be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two talents, and to another one one. Each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five talents went once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one with two gained two more. But the one who had received one went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. So first off, we see this word uh, talents in here. This is talking about that the master came to the servants and he gave them each money. But what's interesting about this, this word talents that they use is how much money that actually means. So it kind of depends on where you were at what time, uh, what, part, what city, which country, like what a talent really meant. But if you average it together, the average talent, it equaled 20 years wages. So think about this. If the average person in the world, I really don't know, say makes $60,000 a year. And since the master gave the first guy, gave the first servant five talents. So five times 20 is 100, right? Yeah, look at me doing math. I can still do it. So, all right, so then 100 times 60,000 would be $6 million. Yeah, right? I did that right, right? Yeah, I carried the zero. There we go. Yes, $6 million. Now the master came to this one servant and was like, hey, here, man, here's 6, 000, or $6 million. Watch after this while I leave. And then he goes to the second one. Right, he gives him two talents. And the last one he gives one. 
And he tells him, hey, watch over this money while I go leave, while I go on this journey. That he picked three of his servants, gave them each money, a lot of it, and said, watch after, watch after this. Take care of this. And it says that the first one he went and he doubled it, right? So he started with five and now he has 10. The second one went out, he started with two and now he has four. And then the last one, he goes out into the fields and he says, oh, look, this looks like a good spot. Digs a hole, puts the money in and covers it back up. Just hides the money. Right? And so two of them did something with the money. The last one just dug a hole. Two of them put the money to use. They took care of what they had, and they doubled it. They used what they had. The last one was scared, didn't know what to do with it, so he just hid it. It's the same thing with God. So God has given us each a different gift, each a different talent, each something that we're good at. He's entrusted us with it and says, hey, do something with this. Do something with what I've given you. And it says, in Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The beginning says that we are God's handiwork. That we are God's work. We are his hands here on earth. That he's in heaven and we are here on earth and we are his hands. But it says, creating Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us to do in, for us in advance to do which God prepared in advance for us to do, right? That God, before we created, before we were born, before we were thought about, that God's like, hey, I got a plan for you. Hey, I got something that you're gonna be great at. Hey, I know what's gonna be good for you. I know what's gonna, what's gonna give you happiness in this life. I know what's gonna make you work hard. I know the gift that you have in this life. I know your talent in this world. The fact that I've created something perfectly for you. A talent, a talent that fits perfect for your life. And it says in 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11, it says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received. First off, it says each of you, not some of you. It doesn't say, hey, some of you have received gifts. You know, you guys do what you want with that. But no, it says each of you should use, you, use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So if anyone speaks, they should do it as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things, God may be, be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. That God has given each and every one of us a gift. Each and every one of us something that we're good at. And he calls us to use them. And here, there's just the two examples of if you're a good speaker, if you're a good servant. There's many other things we can be good at. Be a good teacher, leader, uh, a helper, to care for people, whatever it may be, whatever you may be good at. God's saying, hey, I have given you that for a reason. I have given you guys each a special gift that you have received that each and every one of us have received this gift from God. And says, hey, go use it. But he says, hey, let's use this in the best way. 
It says, you ever see you get to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms? Hey, I've given you this gift. Go use it for me. Go show people my grace through your gifts. Through what you're doing in this life, I want it to point back to him. He's saying, hey, what you're doing in life should point back to me. Your gifts in this life should point back to God. He's saying, I've given you each one to use. And so we sit here and we say, hey, yes, I'm a Christian, I believe in God. But a lot of us are like that third guy. We're scared to use our gift. We're scared of what other people may think of it. Maybe we, we tell ourselves lies of that we're not good enough. That we're not worthy enough. But there's no way I can go and do that. And we sit here and we struggle with these. Because we think we're not good enough to use it. But God's here saying, no, I've given you a gift for a reason. I've given you this talent that you have. Go use it. Go be bold in it. Trust me. How he, he had given them the talents. That God has given us these gifts. And he's not going to just leave us with them. But that God has given these gifts for a reason. And he's going to give us the supplies we need to do it. Just like my, the, the teacher that I was a teacher's aide for. She gave me the, the, the papers and stuff I needed. And so like, that's how God is with us, how God will guide us through this life. That God will help us use them. God will give us the opportunities to use them, but we got to be bold. We have to see the opportunity, see what he's given us and go and use it. Just like these first two people. How they were unlike the third. How they took it and they went and did something with it. They invested it, they spent it, they got back the money and more. They were productive with it. But yet we sit here and we hide it like the third person. We hide our gifts, our talents. We hide the gift that that God has given each and every one of us, the gift of eternal life, and we hide it because we're scared. We're scared to be bold in our faith. We're scared to use the gifts that God has given us to proclaim his glory. We're scared of what people are going to think when what we're doing in this life points back to him. You're God saying, hey, don't be scared. But in fact, whatever you're doing, whatever gift I have given you, I've given it to you for a reason. Now let's go use it. Because in fact, the gift that I've given you is, is going to give you this joy in life. You're going to find happiness in these things that I've given you. See, there's nothing worse than being successful at something that doesn't matter. And what I mean by that is we see our gifts. A lot of us have identified things that we're good at. We've had people tell us something that we're good at. We say, no, I don't want to do that. No, actually, teaching isn't my gift. No, serving isn't my gift. No, no talking, no, not serving, not helping. No matter whatever your gift may be, you say, I don't want that gift. See, a lot of us have actually taken personality tests, right? So a big thing uh, going around right now is the Enneagram. And I remember taking it. And I got a number two, and I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that. That doesn't sound cool. I want to be like a number seven, the adventurous, who goes out and does all these cool things. Like, I want to be that. And that's how we are with Christ and the things that he's given. 
We say, hey, that over there looks cooler. I actually want to, I want to go do that. That's going to make, make me famous in life. I want people to look at me. So there's nothing worse than being successful at something that doesn't even matter. Because God's given us these gifts for a reason, for a purpose, and God's given us this perfect plan for our lives, and he's saying, hey, come follow me through this life. So what are we doing with our gifts? What are we doing with our talents? It says in Matthew 25, if we continue through, it says, after a long time, the master of the servants returned and settled accounts with them. Right, so the masters come back. And the first one uh, says, the man who had received five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five, so you have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in the few things. I put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. So again, the, the man with two also came. Master, he said, I, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I've gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have, where am I? You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one talent came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man. Harvesting where you had not sown, gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So we see the master. See the first two, he says, hey, come join me. Come share in the happiness that I have. Come share that happiness with me. The third one's saying, oh, hey, like I was scared of you, so I just hit it. And so we see the master says, you wicked, lazy servant. That he calls us to be faithful in our gifts, in our talents. That he tells us that God expects us to invest in our gifts. How we see that the, the, the first two that they invested, they got more money, they got, they got more things when they used the talents that they were given. And here it's saying, that God is saying, God expects us to invest. That the master didn't say, hey, here's the, here's the talents, here's the money I've given you, here's all this big change, and go make more money. He said, hey, here it is, watch over it. All he told them was to watch over it. But see, that God expects us to invest in our gifts. That he expects us to do something with it. That he's given it to us for a reason, for a purpose, and he's saying, hey, go use it. You see, what you don't know is is that when you use it, how happy you're going to be. The happiness that you're going to find in that. But yet we're like the third one when we say, no, I'm scared. I'm scared of you. I'm scared of standing up for you. I'm scared to invest in it. Then instead, I'm just going to hide it. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to relax in my comfort zone. God's saying, no, step out. Use those, those gifts that I've given you. Use those talents that I've given you into the, in this world to point back the glory to me. That people will see me through you and what you're doing. But God expects us to invest. So how are we using our gifts? Are we being like the first two? Are we being faithful? 
Are we being good stewards of God's grace? Or are we scared? Are we scared of what's going to happen? Are we scared of stepping out in our faith? Stepping out and saying, hey God, you've given me this for a reason. Let me trust you. Let me trust you that you're going to provide for me because guess what? He will provide for you. That he is going to help you through this world. That yes, it looks scary. Yes, it's not going to be the most easy. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but he's saying, hey, trust me through the process. Watch what I can do in your life and watch how much happiness you're going to have through me. Watch the joy that you're going to have in this life. But yet we still, we sit back. We see what he, what he has told us. But we sit back and we say, I'm good. I'm scared. I see what you've given me. That's cool. But I don't want to. No, I'm not going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to actually bury my, my, my talents and just not care. Where are you going to invest in them? You're going to invest in your talent. Because God expects us to. And we see how happy God is when we use them. How happy he is with us when we use him. When we use our talents that he has given us. How happy he is in that. We also see how, how upset the master was with that last sermon. Did you wicked and lazy servant? So I challenge you. Not be the wicked and lazy servant. Do not dig the, the money and put it in the ground. Don't hide your talent. But be bold in what you believe and be bold in, in, in God and be and bold that he's going to provide for you. That he won't let you fall. But know that life's, life will be difficult. But here he's saying and he, with, with confidence that he's got you. The happiness that you're going to find in that. So I can tell you that from experience. As someone who has run away from God's gifts, from God's calling in my life, how crappy that was of a life. When I started listening to God, knowing he was going to provide for me, seeing the talents that he had given me, the blessings that he had given me, and saying, God, I'm going to use that to point back to you. And the joy that I had gotten out of life, the happiness that I've had knowing. And I challenge you guys to join me in that.